0: My sister's wondering where our show was. This is the From weekly week? scramble. Yesterday. A place World. where we chat about oh. life over a cold I'll we'll apologize to my Four sister two. that we're a day late. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Like we are a day late,
1: but we are here. My name is Chris Reavers. His name is Mike Fredaloni Mike with Fratelloni's Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing? What's your sister's name? Uh, Sue. Sue. I apologize. Um, I know you were a dedicated fan of the Weekly Scramble, so it's my fault, don't blame your brother, blame me, it's my fault that the show was a day late. Uh, Thank you, Reapers, because she'll
0: normally text me nastiness, because she listens to our podcast as she walks the dog, nice. so she can giggle and maybe get the dog in a mood to poo, right, it's all the things that you need to do, <laughs> so she'll, she's a, a avid listener, and I'm surprised she hasn't texted me right now saying, where is it, because we are 24 hours late, but Sue... Here
1: it comes. All right, so we do have a bit of breaking news to get to, but before we do that, Mm -hmm. I want to welcome back... Harmony Spirits sponsoring the Weekly Scramble once again, and if you are unfamiliar with them, uh, they have been with us on and off for the last couple of years, and it's handcrafted spirits made right here in the great state of Minnesota, Harmony, Minnesota. And if you happen happen to be in the area, their tasting room is spectacular, and they have a number of events, too, throughout the course of I'm I'm officially calling it summer, Mm -hmm. but a lot of cool car shows and things like that, and they also do a great job. Go to their Twitter account, at Harmony Spirits on Twitter because on their Twitter account they'll update like what's currently being offered in the tasting room and all these cool craft cocktails that they offer right there in the tasting room which is really neat but they do a lot of cool car shows and it's a neat town if you've never been down there yeah, you said it's really pretty it's a neat little town to drive through if you're it's basically right in the heart of you know, camping country, because there's okay. a number of campgrounds that are in that area. So if you happen to be passing through down there in Southern Minnesota, make sure you stop in and say hi to our friends at Harmony Spirits. And we are so happy that they are back with us here on the Weekly Scramble. You know what and I thought
0: was really cool about that? What? Is that, you know, they're on again, off again, right? They come on. Sure. And what it is, is they get, like, when the ads start hitting, they get so busy.
1: We got to send people away. And then away. They, they're like, hold on, <laughs>
0: stop those ads right, for a little bit, right. because they just have to take a break, because they just can't work that hard. And Congratulations to them.
1: Exactly. Exactly, and yep. if you're not in uh, in that area, well, just go into your local liquor store and ask for the Harmony brand by name, um, and help them expand their uh, expand their reach. But it's all over the place. Great people yeah. and fantastic spirits yep. um, with Harmony, because I I still have a bottle of their um, the the bourbon whiskey that they made. Which is really good. Mine's empty, strangely enough. It's oddly but enough. yeah, yeah. The, the bottle's still there, <laughs> right. but just anyway. as a
0: centerpiece. Of like, wonder when they're going to advertise again and fill us back up.
1: So we do need to get to a bit of breaking news because I did not know this until I mentioned it to you, but you have us uh, have somewhat of a connection. But we mentioned this in depth on Monday, I believe, on the Garage Logic podcast. Um, but Michael Brazel, who was shot and killed in his own driveway, trying to interrupt a car, uh, a, a, a person trying to steal stuff from his wife's car, they have now, uh, we have a mole on the inside who has uh, informed us that the hockey dad who has been who was shot and killed, the suspect has been arrested and is 17 mm. years old. I'm sure way more information is going to come out once we get more details, but you uh, have a connection to Michael.
0: Yeah, I know Michael and Hillary. I knew Michael and I know Hillary. And um, shocking, right? I mean, how many times have you... Just been outside at 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday. They live in a gorgeous neighborhood Mm -hmm. in St. Anthony Park. Um, You would never for an instant, be worried about being outside. We have a store like a block away from their house, right? It's wow. just a perfect little neighborhood and it's just shocking. And and Michael was, and I'm going to just be, just give a little background. He was so much more than a hockey dad, right? He was just this really unique guy and artistic and like he's, I, I was, and I, he hadn't done this, but he, he, he's the kind of guy I was trying to explain it to somebody who would make a gift for somebody for their birthday that took 400 hours. No way. And you're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. Like, that's super impressive because he was so skilled and so creative.
1: Where you and I would have to hire somebody. Here's a bottle of Harmony Spirits, right? Right, You know I mean? Like, we we
0: would get him, you know, but he's just that kind of person. And Hillary, his wife, is the sweetest woman. And I don't know if you read her Facebook post.
1: I did, and I'm glad you went there because, well, I I, I did, and it was absolutely gut-wrenching. It was
0: gut-wrenching. And and I'm not going to read it, but I'll just paraphrase some of the things. But she said, you know, I didn't think this would be the day that I had to give my husband chest compressions in our front yard as a young to my kids to call 911. I didn't think it was the time that I had to um, okay that the police could swab my children's mouth to figure out the DNA so they could search for the DNA in the car of the uh, the person who killed her husband. Didn't know that this would be the day that I have to okay that Michael would be willing to give his lungs or his heart to... His organs. His yeah. organs to somebody. And, and the way she said it is just like, no one knows when that day comes. No. And it seems more than ever... Uh, that concept of dying old is just, you're just lucky if you die old because it seems like so many things are just happening. There's a weird vibe that's going on. And this one was a, it, it, all of them are important, right? Every time someone dies, this one is just so nonsensical. It just, it's like, what, Why?
1: Well, Why? And when I first read the story, it would have been what, Saturday morning or Sunday morning? Yeah, he died
0: Saturday morning. So right? sorry. Yeah. So
1: yeah. when I read the story, it would have been Sunday morning. And and I don't even know if this is selfish in a way, but I instantly could identify with this guy yeah he's 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 my um, age he's a father of two boys playing sports that he's actively involved in coaching Mm -hmm. his wife's a nurse yeah he's doing he mike i would have done the exact same thing that this guy did if i if my wife said hey I think somebody's breaking into my car. I would have gone outside to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I'm, I'm extremely overprotective of her and my kids. I would have done the exact sure. same thing, and I would have been shot dead. You know, I, and I, I it, just, it, it it makes me so mad, and it makes me just wonder. Okay, I don't see this getting better, and I don't want to turn mm-hmm. this into a grand political statement, but it makes me so mad because it's so. Freaking senseless, mm. and and it can be changed. You know, it's it, there
0: is an I answer so. to. Well, I mean, yeah. there is an answer to stop this, right? It's this isn't a. We don't know how to stop this. There is one hundred percent a way to stop this, right? right. And we know it's, it's as simple as petty crimes. You arrest people for petty crimes because then they don't do bigger crimes, right? Yep. Someone throws their can of Coke on the ground, you say, Hey, congratulations. You're going to take it for, you know, do You, you stop the small stuff. It's called the broken window theory, right? You stop the small stuff. So the big stuff just doesn't happen. People get a lesson before that. And we just don't do that anymore. Right. We don't do this in this state, but I I had this like, and this is going to sound morbid, but I'm sure there was a moment where Michael was outside and just think of the fright that he had to experience when after he was shot he was thinking, that's it. I'm done. I can't see my children anymore. Yep, I can't yep. see my beautiful wife. And there was that moment before he passed where all of that had to rush to him and it just is freaking heartbreaking. Yep. Just heartbreaking. Well
1: and I think too, and I the the idea that, well, you know, we need to we need to have reform with the way that we prosecute No no you don't. Because the problem is you're applying logic to an illogical situation, mm-hmm. meaning that so, so many of these kids, and I'm going to cite this poor lost soul mm-hmm. that you know pulled the trigger, they don't have the same structure that you and I had growing mm-hmm. up. They don't have the same atmosphere that they're growing up in. They don't have the same guidance that a lot of us had growing up. Therefore, the only way that they're going to get that is is by being held accountable mm-hmm. unfortunately to a higher degree than any of than any of the rest of us had to do at 17 years old yeah. it's just fact and i joe and i talked about this a lot before the sh- before garage logic today and it was in in relation to the free tuition for all and basically the runaway freight train that mm-hmm. the DFL is getting away with right yeah, now in the yeah. state and i said to him you know i don't think that these people realize the thoughts that a, a lot of people are having right now, whether it's a business owner, whether it's a family, when mm-hmm. it comes to the the big tax bills that are going to be coming due starting in 2024, sure. people are starting to make choices about, can I really afford to live here anymore? Yeah, can I afford to do this? It, it's yeah. and it's yeah. happening. Yeah. I know yeah. so many people now that have had to... St- you're looking at one yep. with his wife, and I'm not planning on going anywhere, mm-hmm. but it's been discussed for the first time in our twenty five year relationship yep, yep. about can we afford to stay
0: here? Yeah, is this the spot we should raise our family?
1: and i I don't know that the answer to that anymore mm-hmm. is yes because um. I'm finding so many issues. And I think that i I said to Joe about three and a half hours ago, this city, this metro area, and I think this state is going to be unrecognizable in five years. Yeah, I I
0: wonder if it's just five years behind San Francisco.
1: I, I don't even think it's that far. Yeah, I mean, behind well, what San Francisco is yeah, going I mean, through.
0: Okay, the only the only good thing we have here going for us that half the year, if you're outside, you freeze to death. True. Right. Yep. So yep. it does kind of force a cleanup during the. And to be all fair and honest, if you're a drug addict, homeless person.
1: Go this to San ideal. Francisco. Yeah, like, what are you ideal. doing?
0: I mean, if you're willing to just live on the street, at least do it in some of the most beautiful parts and,
1: of the United States. And here's why I don't have any faith whatsoever. And it's because the people that are in those positions clearly have no answers. Sure. And if they did have an answer, they refuse to act upon it. Case in point, your guy, Mayor Jacob Fry, mm-hmm. after what happened in Town over the weekend where it was complete lawlessness yeah. for, for, what, two or three straight nights... Basically said, you know, this will not stand, Uh, we will not tolerate this, to which I I rolled my eyes and said, okay, whatever, Jakey. You had one person arrested three consecutive nights for the same exact thing, and what happened? He was booked, he was released. He He was arrested, he was booked, he was released. It's a revolving door. I mean, think of that. It's, Think of it's, that. it's it's laughable.
0: They're just they're just laughing at us. I, what
1: I don't like. I really didn't know we were going to go down this road. But it's I'm it's a very we are. interesting thing, but and I'm, I'm glad, glad we we're
0: talking because I, I want to make sure we're respectful to Michael and his family because it is 100 tragic, right? And we are being respectful. But it,
1: but yeah. but his story is a microcosm of what is going on and what is wrong with our system yeah, right now. I mean, it, 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 there's too many stories like Michael's. Life. Yes. Yeah, there's
0: too many stories like Michael's and, and you know, I, since I knew Michael, it, it, it hit me different but it should hit me the same way whether you lived in North Minneapolis, where you lived in South, you know, South Minneapolis, wherever, it should hit people the same way. Nothing, sens- senseless deaths like that should never happen, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's one thing to be walking outside and a tree falls on you and you die. That's sad, yeah. right? This is is just senseless. You know, that's sad. This is senseless. But uh, what I, I think one thing that when a, when a society starts to devolve is they stop, they stop, they, they make a law, but don't do anything about that law. Like, Hey, um, you know, 12 year olds can't be outside past 1130 at night in downtown Minneapolis by themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. They have curfew laws, but we don't enforce them. Uh, you can't steal from stores in the state of Minnesota. But we don't enforce it. We know all of these things. You can't smoke weed walking down the street in Minneapolis, but we don't enforce it. And we shouldn't make laws that we're not going to enforce. And the laws that we do have, we should enforce. I'll give you a perfect example. I get pulled over for speeding, right? And, or somebody gets pulled over for speeding, and they say to me, oh, I talked the cop out of giving me a ticket. And I think, Why? The cop shouldn't have the ability to be talked out. This is not arbitrary. You were either speeding or you weren't speeding. If you were speeding, you get a ticket, period. And so guys like me can't talk themselves. They can't say, oh, I, I've heard of you. Uh, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Slow down. Mm-hmm. I get a ticket. Mm-hmm. And guys like uh, that don't have headlights on, they get a ticket. And you just have to make it clear because the we, we, we have to just make things really clear. Everybody understands you can't do these things. And if you do, there's consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think we've really made a mistake by making things very gray and nothing's black and white anymore.
1: Yep. So. And I, have you seen... Last one, and I, I promise we're going to move on, but have you seen the viral video? Because what happened in Dinkytown um, also took place over the 4th of July week, and I think is a, um, a snapshot into what the next couple of months, because this just in, when it starts to get warm out, mm. crime skyrockets in Minneapolis and in St. Yeah. Paul. So uh, this was a video that surfaced either a week or so ago from, you know, that little gas station that's over by Target Field. I th- I can't remember if it's a Holiday or a Super America, whatever uh, gas. Yeah. It, Ra- Raceway or ten, whatever? Ten, ten years ago, that was a really nice gas yeah, station yeah. right there in the corner where yeah. everyone that was leaving the Twins game would, would stop and get mm. your stuff before you got on 394 and headed home, right? Well, there was a group of youth mm. that were there, and they were pumping gas in, onto the— Street or I the, saw that, yeah. And they were then going to shoot fireworks at it. And I'm thinking, how huh. demented is your brain yeah. to think that this is going to be funny or yeah. that this is going to be a good idea? Because this is what we're dealing with. Mm. We're dealing with a group of people that don't give a damn about anything, anything other than than themselves. And in some cases, they might not even give a damn about that. And that's probably where it starts. Is they or, don't have a care for themselves. They don't. Or right. or or anybody else that's yep. around them. And yep. I'm thinking. We are in serious, serious trouble right now. Mm -hmm. And again, to to those that are in places of power, oh, it's it's just that they just need uh,
0: more basketballs. Don't get me. More uh, soccer courts uh, open late at night so they can play soccer. Uh And this simple fact is, is I don't want to crucify the youth, right? I don't want that. It's it's decisions made by a whole bunch of people, not just the youth. Nope. That there's a problem. But when y'all when you're downtown Minneapolis and there's 15 year olds walking through downtown Minneapolis at two o'clock in the morning, right. something's wrong. Right. You know where, where where are they supposed to be?
1: Let's now transition. I got some emails um, from listeners based upon our conversation from last week. Nice. And the first, the first of many on this given topic. So thank you to everybody that did email in. But I just did a quick search, and this is the one that popped up. This comes to us from Steve Hartwig. So thank you very much, Steve. Subject line: Who owns Coors? <laughs> and I made a mistake. So I'm, and oh no. I'm, I'm the one person in the Twin Cities that's willing to admit it. Well, actually, Joe would do it too. And, and I knew you weren't right. But you didn't... Yeah. No, but I didn't.
0: I was like, I don't care. Right. I was listening.
1: Uh, I know you probably have been told this, Reavers, but I can't help myself. InBev doesn't own the Coors brand. It is owned by Molson Coors Beverage Company. Your point is still valid, though. InBev owns so many brands, including Modelo, mm-hmm. uh, that some might think that they are sticking it to Bud Light when they unknowingly switch to a different in, InBev brand. Cheers. And,
0: and I'm okay sticking it to just the brand Bud Light. Not the company. Right. I don't need to stick it to sure. the corporation, the salesmen that are out there working hard. Yep. I don't need to do that to them. And I don't even need to do it to Bud Light, to be honest. But my concept is, is wouldn't it be nice to go ahead and say, That's it, watch. Watch, here's what the power of people who are pissed off can do. Yeah. Right? And it's it's not going away. In fact, I think from what I'm hearing, I, there was just a Wall Street Journal podcast about it, right? They talked about it for 30 You're kidding minutes. Me. No. And they said, not only is it not a slowing down, it's speeding up. And so, meaning, explain that to me. Meaning, the, the, the boycott hasn't slowed down and faded away. It's actually speeding up, and sales are getting worse and worse. And you know, don't and know worse. why? why?
1: Uh, I forget the market, but I could look it up. There is a a, it's a top 15 market Mm -hmm. that has uh, erupted in backlash because the LGBTQ community in that area and the bars associated with that group. Have said, well, you're not going to stand by us, Bud Light. We're done with you too. Yeah. So it's they got it's it from, a double whammy. They got it from both yeah. sides. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, 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 it's
0: funny that during this podcast, the Wall Street Journal podcast, they had a, a bar guy, a guy owner of the bar, and they said, "Oh, was it the messaging that you hated from Bud Light? Is that why you're not selling any?" He's like, "No, I'm not ordering any because no one's drinking it. Right. I don't care what the
1: message was. No one's buying it, so I'm not going to have it anymore." There was a, a video that I saw over the weekend where. There was giant tubs. Mm. Was it? It wouldn't have been uh, the Kentucky Derby, would it have been? Anyway, yeah. but basically saying it said free. You're kidding. And no one touched it. No. So I don't, I mean, I don't know the validity I to yeah, it, but it was a, it was a huge, it was a huge event. So I'm going to, I don't think it was the Kentucky Derby, but maybe it was whatever. Well, but was,
0: I, it, was it the Royals game or the Cardinals game or whatever, where they showed 75 people in line to get yeah, beer? It
1: was the Cardinals game. The Cardinals game. And yeah. then
0: the Bud Light stand was empty, empty and people are waiting for 40 minutes to get a beer. Right. And It's, I, I don't know what the answer is, right? I don't know what Bud Light could do to back themselves out of this because what they did was really not that big a deal. It, Ooh, was one, I don't care. it was one. It was one Twitter thing. I mean, it's it, so what. So you sent this uh, girl, uh, this Dylan, uh, can with her face on it, and said congratulations for being a girl for 365 days. I do have a problem with Dylan for the fact that she plays like a 12-year-old girl. Right. She she doesn't, and then she tries to do things. I'm like, oh, how demeaning to women. Well, that are, are you trying to the entire
1: it? thing of Dylan is a complete lie and a sham because Dylan tried to get attention as a singer beforehand and realized that this wasn't getting her him anywhere, yeah. and then yeah. decided that this was going to be it. And oh. Wow, I'm going to become a mega star and make money by doing this. It's Can I all say a something
0: lie? really bad? Please do. Um, Dylan was at the Grammys, maybe, in a red dress. She looked fantastic. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. I didn't know who it was. I'm like, who is that? She looked great. Huh. So congratulations, Dylan. You got one fan in Fratelloni here. <laughs>
1: well, congratulations well, you know what? If indeed. you're going to do
0: it, go all the way. Right? Why not? Right? If you're going to do it, like, Why really, not? I mean, it was great makeup, great looking dress. You know, God bless you. God bless you, Dylan. Well... It's funny you say that. Okay. And again, I don't give... Why would she have been at the She-He? Why would they... they, It wasn't the Met Gala. It was some uh, event that she was invited to, right? Some artistic event. And I can't... It could have been the Golden Globes or something like that. And it, it just... I don't want to say she looked beautiful, but she looked really fantastic. And what's weird about me is I, I'm feeling like I need to be cautious with what I'm talking about. True. I don't care. I don't. I. I, no. I do not care if someone wears or is transgender. I don't. Do not care. It's none of my business. Hmm. It is none of my business. But I do find this this marketing from a marketing side this Bud Light thing. Really intriguing because it is weird. It is it is a really painful lesson for a whole bunch of people in marketing. Mm. To, you just have to be a little careful. Okay, right? Well, no but yeah. Did. did you find the picture
1: of Dylan? No, no, I, no I, well, I was be... doing a quick search, but then I thought I I don't need to be the guy that, so. that has that on their search. Well, and again, because basically they had to turn this room in, in the old days uh, to give people a little inside. Back in the radio days when the what we call the Joe Joe would always sit in the on air studio and me, rookie, Johnny, and Kenny would sit in what's called the control room studio, right? So they basically knew, and they being the IT guys t- to say that, um oh, there she is. I mean, good looking dress, right? Bad, she looks bad. great, great makeup. Sure. Yeah, good for you. Good Photoshop, yeah. everything. Yeah,
0: maybe, you know, what? that's probably it. That's probably I'm thinking it she looks great, but yeah. it's just a bunch of Photoshop. But basically, Crap, the, uh, it.
1: Uh, everybody in the IT department realized that, all right, any computer that's in there with Rook, Kenny... You can Revers, have anything on it? Can, well, no, just we're not going to bother. Okay. We're not going oh, to bother gonna inspecting those. that okay. because we just, we just know that... If we say, hey, what were you doing looking this up? And Kenny could say, well, Joe had mentioned it on the show, so I just wanted to... Sure. That was always the loophole, you yeah. see. The, it was yeah, always the, the yeah.
0: I, I can just see the things that pop up on Joe's computer here. So I, I just know, maybe it's not what he's searching on this computer, but what he has on his cell phone. And maybe
1: it links these two computers, and well, I get to
0: see a lot of Brazilian models and things. What's, I'm making that part
1: up. That's what's, not what Joe's looking at. What's funny is... His computer that you're looking at right there yep. also serves as the soundboard for when we're coming back from a break for him to hit the liner. So oh, I have he to, does the button bars. Well, just that one. Okay. okay. But I have to have his, con- his control panel up so that way when we come back he can hit a liner and then we begin the ad and then okay. we go on with the segment. The problem is when he starts to... Uh, tune-out. Okay. Meaning if it's a John Haidt news segment and he starts to look at stuff because he's just seeing if there's anything breaking or whatever. Without fail, he will click on something because light goes on, monkey hits the button. Mm -hmm. He can't help himself. So what he'll do is, and, and all the algorithms realize... We know how to get Joe by putting this particular sure, ad up, yeah. or here's here's Golf a beef and cars, and yeah. here's a Beatles song you may have never yeah, heard yeah, before. Okay. He's going to click on it. Well, then what happens is he clicks on something, and you'll hear a, an ad by accident, sure. or he, he might have been listening to some song from from a Beatles track from the '70s or whatever. And I'll have to say, Joe, you can't. This can't air on our show Ugh. because it's any type of. The, the... Can you use any, Can you five seconds
0: worth? Can you use no. anything? Any t- any okay.
1: uh, any And the thing is, it's it's not. Uh, well, we don't even fall under the FCC restrictions slash guidelines anymore. It's this is a Hubbard policy. Oh, got it. Okay. Because there isn't so long story short fee or something when you're on a radio station. You pay a certain fee to be able to play music that's Mm -hmm. licensed to air um, anything that's copyrighted as long as it's given proper, as it would be, accreditation. Is that the right word? So you have that type of uh, right as a radio station because you're paying what's called, I think it's called ASCAP, Mm -hmm. A-S-C-A-P. Where We don't have that as a podcast. Oh, it's I put ass different.
0: hat, and I was like, No, that's my name. Yeah, no, you're yeah, right. That's all <laughs> okay.
1: of us. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, so the, the, those restrictions uh, are those, yeah, the, the restrictions for podcasts by this company is saying, Hey, we ain't getting sued because sure. you decided to play a hard day's night by the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. And well, here's, what, here's what's funny when Prince died, um, we obviously played a lot of Prince stuff, mm. and no one. In the business was notorious for going after, after people. people. Yep. And rightfully so. Sure. It was his stuff. In fact, I can share a quick story about that be- because he was, you know, very, very proprietary of his work, which mm-hmm. I can't blame him. I probably would be too, which is why I find it laughable that his family wants to basically sell out to everything yeah, right now. Yeah. So, <clears throat> a person that I know that was heavily involved with Prince's stuff was DJing. One of his either, because he used to own, what was the nightclub he used to own down to Quest? Quest. Yeah. Quest nightclub. And he was, this particular uh, friend was DJing this, and, he, and he's really good. Mm. You know, one of those places that, or one of those people that, if someone was holding a birthday party for a well-known, they would hire this okay. guy, right? Like, right. that's how good he was. Sure. To the point where he was sampling a Prince song into his own personal mix, into something else. To the point where Prince came over and said, where did you get that sample from? And he said, oh, I I, I made it at home. He said, prove it. And he put really? headphones on Prince, and Prince heard the individual sample and went, okay. oh, wow, I was about to sue you, but that's really good. Really, Thinking that it was so good, he thought it was his own work that this guy was is an that interesting? Yeah, and it was, and it yeah, was because, sure. he, and he knew the rules. Like, sure. he, If you're going to be at, at my nightclub and working, you're, you're going to be paid handsomely, sure. but you're also not going to you know, do anything stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, you're not which, taking my stuff. Which yeah. I thought was, wow, that's well, scary and awesome at the what's same time. weird about music,
0: <laughs> it's one of the very few artistic genres where I could do a cover of Purple Rain. I don't have to ask Prince for that cover. I have to pay royalties to him, sure. but I don't have to get his approval to do that. Right. But I couldn't r- make a remake of Citizen Kane. No. Right? I mean, I'd get sued for that. And that really pissed parents off because I I think um, so many people did remakes of his. And then he would be told that he was doing remakes. He's like, no, when I sing Sinead O'Connor songs... I wrote those I wrote songs, the song. <laughs> and I gave them to Sinead O'Connor. She's right. doing my song. I own that song, and we, which is really weird because he wrote songs for everybody, everybody right? Yep. He wrote, and the people would think, "Oh, well, you're doing you're doing covers." He's like, "No, I'm not. Those are my songs." But people could cover his songs without he'd have, they'd have to pay him, but they wouldn't have to ask his permission. Yep. Which I find, I can't think of another place. You know, no other art form could you do that.
1: Well, and, you know, Prince and I used to be neighbors. I know. Way uh, out in Carver? Back, back in the day in Chanhassen. Mm-hmm. In when Chan, When I was, when yeah, I was Chan, living in yep, Chanhassen yep. before I moved to Carver, and John Hite had, because, you know, the governor, um, in all of his hard work mm-hmm. and due diligence, had renamed that stretch of Highway 5, Yes, I, I don't know exactly, but they called it, what, Prince, Rogers, Nelson Highway, so, whatever yeah. whatever we n- renamed it to, that we discovered, or at least John let us know, and I did not know this until John mentioned this in his newscast today, that... When Prince would record, and this is according to Prince's sister, but when Prince would record a new track, what he would do is uh, put it in the car. I would assume in CD format, mm. or maybe it was MP3. I have no idea. And he would drive around to listen to it, nice, to see if it was up to his standard. Yeah, it's going to
0: work out in the real world. And
1: here's what I'm thinking: I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe I was driving either to and from work, and I'm just cruising alongside a Prince. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? You know, because and I thought because Joe said, "Well, I wonder what kind of car he drove," and I'm thinking, well, because it's Prince. He probably just bought some Toyota Celica. Oh, no, yes. I know
0: he had a purple old Mercedes, like 240D for a long time.
1: But I was going to say no. he wanted to drive something doing this sure. chore in something simple just, so he would blend in oh, yeah. with everybody else. I
0: wonder how long it's going to take our beautiful governor to turn that Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway into a tollway. Oh. I, I assume <laughs> I assume he'll, that will be his next thing pretty soon, right? He's got to get the money on the toll. It's it's a perplexing We're thing. Going back it's,
1: to the thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of that, so I was down in Fort Myers in, mm-hmm. in in March, and I I wish, and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say this as they continue to age, I want my two kids to stay this age for a long time because it's so fun watching them discover things. Yeah, I'm like what, mm-hmm. and like basically everything I say is like interesting to them, mm-hmm. which I know is not going to be the case in about five years. <laughs> so. We were down in Fort Myers for spring training. It was great. Well, I got a letter in the mail saying, "Hey, you crossed the Fort Myers bridge into because we stayed in Cape Coral, but okay. we went into Fort Myers a bunch of times. So, you know, you got charged whatever five bucks for the day mm-hmm. to to use the toller, which I don't care. It's no no big deal, right? And so, do you know which one I'm talking I about? I think so. Yeah. yeah yep. So yep. they they've got that because it's it's not manned anymore. It's basically you drive through, you they snapshot yep, your plate, your and rental, then they send you a bill. Yeah. Okay, so. The letter comes in the mail, and I said, hey, boys, check this out. I said, remember when we drove across the bridge and whatever? I said, yeah, I have to pay five bucks. And my my youngest goes, wait, they saw your car? So his mind was just yeah, like, How did they do that? He saw a picture of our vehicle driving past the tollway, uh-huh. and then, yeah, I got to pay five bucks each day that we did that. Out of curiosity, could you see the passengers in that? Did they black out the passengers? Well— It was a black and white, kind of a still shot, a little bit green. You could clearly see my plate. Okay. And you could see I I drive a black SUV. So, Because a lot
0: of times in the past when they first started that, people were getting busted because someone would be in the car with them. (gasps) And they'd get a picture. Sent to them oh. saying, "Hey, you, you drove past a speed trap, or you because it would be uh, mom and dad hypothetically in the front seat, but not necessarily the mom in the front seat." It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah, so I,
1: w- I was curious to hear if you could see. No, you couldn't. You couldn't make out the the the, the occupants of the vehicle, but you could clearly see it was okay. it was my it was my vehicle. My, my favorite story about Oh, my
0: about, God. I didn't even think of that. That's hilarious. They, they had it was in a, in a different country, and I heard this story not that long ago where. Um, this guy went and rented a car in a different country, and they said, hey, if you want to go into the city, you need to buy the city pass. Otherwise, you know, we don't want you driving in the city. You got to pay these tolls in there. And he said, I'm not going to buy the, the pass. Right. He, he ended up having to drive his wife into the city, dropped her off at dinner that she was meeting with someone else, and then took a stroll around the city. But basically, he drove around the block like six times. Each time he ro- drove around the block, he got hit by this camera. Oh. So it kept giving him these tickets every time he was going around. So he was getting 20 40 60 80 he's like why didn't i just buy the pass that because and then then he's like well i'm not going to pay it it's like nope if you ever want to go to that country again you have to pay it or you don't get back in Right, but in a, that's obviously not America because you can get right into America, I guess.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, I, you're reminding me of so. how much is an Easy Pass here in in Minnesota. Do you I even know. know? I don't know. I've always wondered that because yeah, I'm
0: always going the opposite direction, so it's easy.
1: B- so once I become governor of this state or okay, king yeah. ruler of the world, Ooh, I'm going to cool. get rid of the uh, Easy Pass. Well, no, just the the, the whole idea sure. of having a carpool lane. Yep. Because the only. People that use it are people that are trying to pass the slow cars in the other lanes anyway. Right. So how about just open it up, and that way you'll
0: ease up traffic. It, what What drives me nuts is when when it's outside of the time, right, when it's not easy, yeah. but where it's open to all, and it's still empty. It's like, come on, scoot over there. Right. Let's go, because right. let's, let's use all the lanes and get everybody moving a little right. faster. Right. They should make it five miles per hour faster. People would be willing to pay for that. Like, well, hey, this is 55, that one's 60.
1: Well, don't, they do that in um, what state was that that I drove through? Was it Tennessee? I can't remember. But the the hey, you're not going to be able to get off for a few is or, is a faster speed. But this is 75, and over here it's really? 65. See,
0: I was kind of making that up, but that's a good
1: idea. But you also like, there's no way that you can sure you, get you, back you over. actually kind of locks you out of it. Now. And I think it's also you if you drive uh, anything trailered can also not use okay. that, it, which makes sense because you want to be able to keep. Car is moving, right? Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, dang it! I, I I I was gonna look that up, and now I can't find it. But whatever. So two hundred bucks, whatever, whatever it is. And I'm thinking, well, how many people? Because it's isn't there like a device that sits on your visor? Yes. That it scans yep. to yep. let you know, hold, this guy's good because he's bought the easy. Well, how many people are? Just having something up there so that if a trooper sees that, oh, he's got the easy passes, oh, yeah, or I does it actually scan when you're I, going through? I think it through. scans when you're going through. Oh, okay. Right? And then it, it's like the yellow light, or, tells the whether, light yeah, or the red light or the green yeah. light or whatever honest it is. I honestly got
0: I don't know. I've never thought about getting an easy pass, but I must always be going in the opposite direction of traffic. Because you drive quite a bit. But I drive two Arden Hills in the morning instead of to St. Paul in the morning, so I'm okay. going the opposite direction. Then when I go home, I'm going the opposite direction, so I never have to worry about it. Plus, I have a blow-up doll that I just <laughs> blow
1: up right in my passenger seat. Larry David style? And she just doesn't... She's very quiet, Reavers. Very um, quiet. The one story I did want to bring up with you uh, takes us to the great state of Tennessee. Ooh. Um, you, you've traveled a fair yeah, amount. I'm going to Tennessee at the end of this month. Oh, there you go. Yep. Well, I'm going to advise you not to stay at the Hilton Hotel in Nashville. Okay, good. I was like, uh-oh, if you pick the exact hotel I'm staying at, this is going to be really creepy. Because there, Michael, and I love Nashville. Mm. In fact, uh, I'm still bummed out that our uh, my wife and I were supposed to go there, and then the pandemic hit, and we didn't okay. end up rescheduling it. But I love that city. Nashville's awesome. An evening manager of a Tennessee hotel was arrested. <laughs> After he snuck into a man's room and started to suck on his toes, according to police. David Neal, a 52-year-old manager at the 4th Avenue South Hilton Hotel in Nashville, allegedly crept into a male's guest room while he was sleeping on March 30th and got intimate with his feet. According to Nashville Metropolitan Police, Neal made a key card to get into the room and entered around 5 in the morning. The guest told police he woke up to Neil's mouth around his toes and immediately (laughs) confronted him. (laughs) That's nice. Instead of like three to four minutes later, I said, hey, buddy, stop. He recognized Neil as one of the hotel employees who came into his room the day before to fix his TV, according to police. Neil admitted to police that he had entered the room, but claimed he did so because he smelled smoke and wanted to make sure the guest was okay. Police said Neil never reported smelling smoke to security, and there were no other reports or of guests or staff smelling smoke at the hmm. hotel. I bring that up because of the creepiness factor, obviously, but I bring that up because I had a friend who worked for a large chain of restaurants. So basically when they graduated, they wanted to enter the hospitality and okay. thinking, oh, this would be a op- great opportunity for um, travel and sure. I want to see the world whatever. make some money. And you know she, she was really smart and really dedicated. And, well, he, she and her and her boyfriend uh, had to relocate to the Chicago area. and the stories she tells me about working in the hotel industry. Oh, are no. freaking mind-blowing. And really? she's worked in Chicago and in, you know, small markets where you're basically running a a little hotel that's right off a of freeway so you're dealing with mm. nothing but I'm in and out travel yeah, people, overnight. right? Yeah. I can't even imagine what that experience must have been like for this poor guy to go, this creepy ass yes. hotel manager is just, he's a little lonely. And just You know, what's nice about it, it was
0: a guy. So the guy got to feel what women feel all the time. Because F- FYI, ladies, men can be creepy, right? Yeah. We. This just I've known in. people to do creepy things. I've known like adult men to do creepy things. I'm like, what are you thinking? Right. But this guy... I get, I get feet. I get it. My <laughs> wife's feet are pretty, right? I, I get that there's a little charm to it, but never—and I'm going to go ahead and on record—feet are gross. Never in my lifetime uh, would I look at any guy's foot and say, "I'm jamming that thing into my mouth." Well, never in my entire life.
1: To the point where I'm going to—I'm going to expand on that yes, thought. Yes, yeah. I love my wife. Yes, my wife is extremely attractive. I, I would never, ever even, if she had showered for three hours straight, I wouldn't do that. You feet mean, are gross. They're not that gross. No, they're gross. <laughs> they, they are I, I'm making disgusting. it sound like I'm a
0: pervert. I don't have a thing for feet. No. It's not my thing. No. Right? I'm more of a legs guy. <laughs> but the feet kind of hold the legs up. That, that kind of works. Yeah, that, uh, uh, I, I just, I can't fathom Sitting there waking up. No. But I do love in the story that it said, and then he immediately, instead of in seven to twelve minutes, he said, Hey, but take my foot out of your this, mouth.
1: This this particular hotel guest, well, he, this they didn't deserve this to happen to them. It's oh. why you always use the deadbolt. You, you always, always use the, the yep. what's the other one? one? The the latch yeah, that yep.
0: you do something. Every right? time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter if you're a soul guy, because there's some creep show guy out there. But just that guy has a job, and he felt Compelled enough sexually because it's obviously a sexual deviance, right? right? Yep, yep, yep. he can. He was so compelled that he said, "I'm willing to take a risk on everything because you know you're going to get caught." And I you're mean, get I, don't, I don't think my wife's ever slept through a period of me trying to suck her feet in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't think she's ever once slept through that. So you know, intellectually you're going to get caught, right. but you have this fire of pervertedness inside of you, which a lot of guys have, right? A lot of guys have that you just can't put out, yep. right? You just have to have it. Wow. That is a, that's a desperate thing yeah. of all the stuff too. Guys' feet are gross. They really, they I, really, I have a tough really time are. like washing my own feet. It's like, ugh.
1: oh, anyway. Okay. Um, that
0: Michael- was one of the, that's when I knew my wife loved me when she said, I didn't even care about your feet. I was like, well, what do you mean? Because I have like weird feet, right? Yeah. She and she said she didn't even care. I said, thanks. She was willing else, to look past everything. else.
1: Including your disgusting. And inclu- feet. Well,
0: they're not they're clean. They're just weirdly shaped. Weird. Your, your yeah.
1: oddly shaped feet. Yeah. She was. Reavers, to look I'm gonna past. take
0: my sock off right now. And on that note,
1: you're the best. Uh please do us a favor if you wouldn't mind a rate and review of the show wherever you happen to be listening. And you know what? Feel free to email us through the weekly scramble show page online, and you can find it at garagelogic.com. I thought You're gonna say, email us pictures of your feet. No, please don't do that. <laughs> I would really, really like it if you did not send us pictures of your feet. Or if you do, I'm going to send them directly to Michael's cell phone. <laughs> His name is Mike Fredaloni. My name is Chris Reavers. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers. Hey, guys. Are you feeling like it's harder to get in shape and stay in shape? Well, guess what? Our sponsor, Nugenics Total T, is offering a complimentary bottle when you text two three one two three one and enter the keyword garage. It's hard to believe that we're already almost halfway into May here. But guess what? summer's right around the corner. I get it. You know what? You get older, your body's starting to change. For me, I got tired of the dad bod feeling, and I was feeling less like my old self. I didn't have the time to work out, but you know what? I still wanted that energy and the body that I once had. It's not your fault. We all age, and our body naturally loses free testosterone. You know, the man hormone. It happens to every guy, and it can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. So if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with TestaFin is going to help you turn back the clock, re energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. So get that complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword Garage. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenix Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231231 and enter the keyword Garage. That's 231231 and enter the keyword. Garage. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply.